I mean, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that, to try to make this thing happen. And you're killing it, Frankie, for two guys who don't know what they're doing except how to talk. I think we're doing pretty good. I mean, we got some decent feedback on the last show we could touch on. Oh, man. The one thing I can't stand, though, I can't stand having to say my name. You know why? Because, Frankie, I always go back to my parents, and I'm always like, they're Charles and Donna. And I just would do anything to be in that emergency room after I was born and just see what was going on in their minds when they were like, look at this beautiful baby, baby. Oh, man, what should we name him? So you're telling me that you're the only one that got a name like that? Everybody else got like normal yeah, names? All my cousins, they got cool names. They, they're like regular names like Timothy. There's Alan. You know, I mean, you got a few unique names in my family, but I'm, I'm the only Rashawn. I'm the one that stepped out. Like I'm the one, I'm the one that my ba- my mom was sitting in in the hospital bed going, he gonna be something special. He, his name gonna be not not a Charles like your father. No, no, not not you can't be Charles the third. No, we we don't want to name you Eric. No, not a biblical name like Matthew or Mark. No, baby. So they didn't, they basically just went totally left. They went totally left. What they were like? They were like, and then probably my dad was probably like, hey, what about Sean? And my mom was like, Ugh, no. No, Sean. It's not. We need more to it. It needs more sauce. Rashawn. And there it was, ladies and gentlemen. And then I won't even say my middle name because, God forbid, like. Now, now you know you cannot start that and then say, like, oh, I'm not going to give you my middle name. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you no, said no, my no, last, no. You said my name last week, <laughs> and I almost threw you out of here. Yeah. So you're telling listen, me you're not going to. No, listen, no, 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 there's no, a billion just, Frankies in America. Yeah, but you said the other They're names. like three Rashawns. No. <laughs> like. I can, it don't take much to pick me out from the from the U.S. How many Rashawns we got here? Well, we have like fifteen of them right now, but I need to know what that middle name is because that's the difference. Listen, you you'll hear the middle name, but it will not be on this microphone. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We're oh, live. we're live. Oh, we're it's on and popping. Oh, okay, all right. Let's get it cracking, Frankie. Oh, let's set the vibes, man. Let's get it cracking in here. Here we I, go. Let's rock. All right, well, how we how we setting the vibes, Frankie? What are we doing? Because we here. Yeah, y'all. We're oh, it in. oh, we here. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, let me get my energy yeah, up. Let me go. get my energy up. Here we go. You're on point five. Oh, yeah. Once again. We back again. at it. <laughs> Life lessons with idiots. Hey. Oh, this is how we need to start. I like this right here. I'm still messing with the, the audio settings, but we got this. Oh, we got this. We got this. Go ahead, go ahead and EQ it. Uh. Let's go. Rest in peace, Fife Dog. This is the year that I come in and just devastate. Uh-huh. My style is great, action peoples cannot dominate. My rhymes are harder than last night's. Don't blame it close, I have this mic up in your midsection. My slugs simply meaning that my joint is tight. Amping up the mic, making sure production's tight. Sometimes I might catch a severe case of riders. But by the end of the day, you'll be on my jock. Your name's Malik, my MC. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Energy is up. I used to love that part. Put my feet up to your freaking chest. I'll leave you with all the lyrics. <laughs> like the rapers. For a waiter. Uh, Mommy would one day tell you the story how a dog bit me. That's, that's a, a funny yet horrific story to tell. So you're telling me this... 
triggered dog biting you. I just had a flashback just now. <laughs> oh, I got you. Oh. Tribe, Tribe Called Quest, they're, they're timeless, man. You could always listen to them. Oh. I have no idea who this woman is that's singing, though. She's killing this. Her vibe is right. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shit, shit. Alright, uh, we ready, Frank. You ready? Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's bring this down. Go ahead, let's come on. Let's fade the black and let's get his cracking. Whoa, hello, hello. That was a perfect time to stop. <laughs> Alright, we are back and we are live once again on another freestyle, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, this is this is exciting, man. I'm really pumped, man. The last show went really good. Um, we're still in preseason mode, you know what I mean? Because we, we need a, a third man off the bench uh, who's not here to moderate us because uh, me and Frankie like to run off on tangents with topics. <laughs> yeah, we took, it, we took it too many different places last week. We need, uh, to, we need to actually finish one conversation before we start another. Yeah, the ADD is real in here. So. Oh, that's bad. So, yeah, we got, we got it. We're going to keep it together. But, you know, I, we got a lot of great feedback from the last one, surprisingly, because we didn't promote this. We didn't. We didn't advertise this. No, we didn't. But the good thing is that uh, everybody was honest. Yeah. Uh, we got, you know, like um, I, I sent it to somebody. He was like, uh, the one topic right now, he says, you need to finish. Yeah. You need to finish what you started because you left us halfway. So how are we supposed to know the ending when you're only going to three quarters of the movie? So I'm like, all right. So you know now what? I know. You know, all great feedback. And thank you for everybody who listened to the whole thing. They didn't just go and listen to the 15 minutes and then fall off. They they listened to the whole show. And um. You know, if all the new listeners stepping in who didn't watch, who didn't listen to episode one, once again, the voice you're hearing right now is Rashawn, and I'm here with my awesome co-host Frank, the Big Bank, the one to make you think and give you a drink. <laughs> just Frank. All right, just Frank or Frankie. <laughs> all right, there you go. The Frankie. Now you know where that ended up last week. You almost got thrown. I know, out of I know, I know. Got thrown the, out of the studio. The, the streets are much aware of who you are now. You know, the only thing I didn't give them is your address, but they know not to come here because of your security. Oh yeah, absolutely. So give <laughs> give you a little bit of feedback. So we actually took that that episode and I actually posted it up on Anchor, so you can follow us on Anchor. Nice. We're, we're under the in in the cloud radio. So in the cloud radio has this this podcast. Look at that. It's like so, our own radio station. So we actually have it up there. It's um, it's streaming. So it's going to the Apple Podcast. It's going to Google Podcast. It's an Intune, Spotify, it's look in out, Spotify, and um, I get the analytics. So I was going through it, and I would like to say I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. We're international. Wow, wow. We're we're, we're global. Let's we're global. <laughs> we went. We we have people listening from the Philippines. Philippines. <laughs> we got that one guy. Listen, he's holding it down. The, the guy that couldn't sleep. And he says, "I need to hear something different." Goes, Look at these two this, idiots. This show is called Idiots. <laughs> I listen to anything. That has I, idiots. I immediately relate. <laughs> no, but that's awesome. No, the feedback's been great, and um, thank you to everybody who's been who who took time to listen, and um, it, it motivated us to want to do another show because we we listen we. You know, listen. I was listening back to the show like a fan. Like I'm like, man, this is pretty funny. Yeah, like I was listening to it going, damn, I want to hear what they got to say next. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, 
wait a minute, that's me that has to say something next. And I'm like, all week going, what am I going to say? And then you would think like us two bozos would get together and be like, come on, man, let's put some stuff together. Let's let's figure out a script. No. <laughs> no, we we text a bunch of times. We send some stupid emojis to each other. We said, oh, we need to do this. We need to do that. And then we're like, okay, I'll see you Saturday. We send Frankie a bunch of winky emojis like, hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're international. We got that one Filipino guy that actually heard our show. Coming to your house again this weekend. Sounds like a plan. Awesome. No, man, this is great, man. No, but loving the vibes. Uh, we're going to, I think it's great that the people listening, they can watch this show evolve over time. So hopefully, as you guys keep listening, the show will get better. So I think we spoke a lot here in this intro here. We, we can go ahead and just start diving into whatever we want to talk about. And we can just go ahead and start freestyling this. So where should we begin? Let me. I'm going to get you on something. Uh oh, here we go. Right out the gate. So we got feedback. That people want to hear more about finance. Ah, you know, you know what? That just triggered something else in my brain. I realized something else from the last show. I didn't remember that time when we were going back and forth, and I was like, "What if you go back in time? What would you tell your eighteen-year-old self?" Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and I had that big blank. Yeah, I had one of those moments where you you they, go to say something and then you forget, and then you leave the situation you're in, and then you remember what you wanted to say. <laughs> yep, it's like that situation where you're arguing with somebody, and you like, and no, 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 and you and you think you got all your points out, and then you get in your car, and you're like, "Dag, I should have said this, I should have said that," and you remember everything you should have said, and you can't revisit that conversation because the fight is over. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you you can't remember what you did say, and now exactly. you're in trouble. You're like, "Oh man, man. do I take flowers next Dang. time?" When I- no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my boy and everything. I don't know. Flowers might not be the right thing. Nah, that's, that's not the move. That's not the move. Not the move. Uh, maybe McDonald's. <laughs> but I did. I remember. I remember when I left here. I said, you know what? The thing I wish I would have told myself back when I was 18 was to never compare yourself with others. That's a huge, huge, a huge thing. Bro, even adults are still dealing with that. I, I dealt with that a lot coming up because, you know, my my parents weren't wealthy, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> So when you come from hard times, you can't help but look at what the other kids have. You know, you see that one kid you did with your bologna sandwich, and that kid pulls out a fruit roll up, and you're like, "Oh my god, this kid is rich." Fruit rolls, <laughs> yeah. Fruit roll ups, they were good. That was if you had a fruit roll up, you was the man at lunchtime. But over time, I you know as I got older, I realized like I was like as soon as I started making money, I got myself a little job because I had a job since I was 15 doing everything from moving wires to warehouses to Dressing up as a birthday bear for parties. It was bad. You were not a birthday bear. I was a birthday bear at a music party. You were like the dancing bear. I was a dancing bear. I went in there, did the the stupid duck dance. That was me. Yes, I did. Man, times were rough. I was 15. I needed a job. (laughs) Everybody was rocking FUBU, and I was rocking, I don't know, Bugle Boy. I have no idea. Oh, my God. You were the dancing bear. So I was was hustling. So I got tips. I I got paid. And... But the thing is, I was while I was getting paid, I was blowing that money on stupid stuff. Here I am going out shopping every single week. Every time I got a paycheck, ooh, guess who's getting new sneakers? Guess who's getting this? And this this trend carried all the way up until I turned eighteen, like probably all the way through college too. Who am I lying? I had I remember back in the day it was Baby Fat. Yeah. So they had Baby Fat and Fat Farm. Yep. And Fat back then, not F A T, but P H A T. Pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> I had so much Fat Farm, you would have thought I worked for Def Jam. It was ridiculous. I had, I had the Fat Farm sneakers. I had Fat Farm shirts. I you, was, you were their billboard. 
I could have modeled for them. I, Russell Simmons, the reason why he's able to live the way he does is because he has all my checks. He can he can meditate for four hours a day because of your check. I was I was I was living well beyond my means, even though I was living with my parents. But the moral of the story that I'm trying to get to, because tie back to finance, is that that is a trend that many people, you know, are still or a lesson that many people still haven't learned. You know, you constantly trying to keep up. You know, as they say, with the Joneses, or you're trying to keep up with what other people have, and with social media, it kind of is like more amplified. Because back then, I thought I wanted to be a rapper, Frankie. I was like, I'm gonna wear everything these rappers wear. I'm going out buying chains. I'm buying all this stuff. But my overall net worth of what I had is garbage. I had more debt than anything when I left college. I had five maxed out credit cards. I had tons of debt that I had to climb myself out of, but the reason why I'm sharing all this is because I know some of the feedback, some people was like, well, how are you going to tell about investments? You're not rich. No, I'm not rich, but I could tell you a story of how I was broke. I could tell you the story of how I was in debt. And then I could tell you the story of how I got out of that debt. So I'm bringing it all back to the finance conversation to pretty much just say, the first lesson you need to do is stop comparing yourself to others. And that's with everything, whether it's, whether it's your physical body, whether it's your wealth, whether it's your house, whether it's because these people have a family and you don't, or this person has a girl, or this person has a wife, or you're comparing marriages. Just don't compare yourself to others. And I wish I learned that lesson earlier before I dug myself into such a hole that I had to get myself out of because it not only was psychologically damaging, it was financially damaging. So oh, I, I agree. Yeah, so that that was uh, a lot of my struggles. And so I will be diving more so into investments. But I think before we could talk about investments, Frankie, we got to talk about people got to get out of debt first. No, so <laughs> I'm going to take it a step back. Go ahead, so take it, move before we can go ahead, <laughs> Before we can go ahead and tell them uh, and give them advice and tell them what we've gone through, we need yeah. to let them know where we came from. Oh, absolutely. It's exactly what you did. So I come from a, a you know, uh, poor, beyond yeah. poor. We mm. went. We went spam sandwiches. Spam. That was a luxury. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. We went days without food, uh-huh. without electricity. Yikes! But my mother always made it feel like we were never poor. That's dope. She never. We we never knew that we were at the poverty level. Ain't that something? Because she always was like, one way or another, there was food on the table. It might have been a slice of bread with mayo, yeah. but there was always a meal there. You was on a diet that you didn't even know. Oh, man, I wish I was on a diet now. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Jeez. I need one of those starving diets right now. No, but, you know, so we didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and then as we, you know, as we got older, and then, um, it, it, the struggle became harder because, obviously, you know, when you go to school, it's like, you know, like up to like sixth grade, nobody cared. But seventh yeah. and eighth grade, all the kids are back when I was doing it. Back yeah, in the Eighties, yeah. they were rocking the Pumas, the oh, Kangaroos. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, the Nikes were a big thing because they just came out recently. Uh-huh. So you know, and then here I am wearing uh, like you had some like, British Knights. I had like these, these like free japs type of things. You no, know? British Knights were expensive. What about talking about? You had some LA gears. <laughs> Yo, I had my, my sneakers came from C H Martin. Oh, nice. Okay. You had the skips. It cost a dollar ninety nine. Skips. They make your feet feel fine. <laughs> yep. They took me to the movie. I ain't gonna lie, but that's what I wore. But you know, you know, that's that's what we had. And you know, like as as life goes on, you know, like people make fun of you and all that. Oh, and, absolutely. And you know, dude, you I get, had glasses too. I wear glasses now. I'm even gonna talk about that oh, part. Man. But I, you know, the bullying because of it always told me that I'm never gonna settle. Mm. 
So my, stri- my, my struggle was always to be sure that even if I don't have a lot, what I have is mine. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, like I started working at 11. I used to, I was doing deliveries with this guy that on the, like. You were uh, doing drug runs. I got it. No, no drug <laughs> runs. No drug runs. Strictly <laughs> deliveries. It was a messenger company. He says, come with me, you know, during the summers. We, so, you know, I was making like $50 a week. Nice. At 11 years old. That's, you know, that's bank right there. You know, so to me, I took that money and I, I didn't spend it because I was actually giving it like to my mom. Yeah. Helping out the you house. Know, helping out the house and all that. But that struggle was there. Yeah. And that struggle is what keeps me today kind of tight. And my, you know, my family tell you, he might give us everything, but he's cheap. Oh, yeah. I, and it's not because of, it's not that I want to be. It's just because I know where I came from. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was homeless. Wow. I don't know if you know about no, this. No, no, I didn't know about that. I was homeless. I was sleeping in a car. Wow. For not a day or two. We're talking about two to three weeks. Yikes. And That's then, tough. You know, and and I I was really, really like at the bottom of everything. And I always said to myself, I'm not going to stay here. Yeah. And I hustled. And I tell you. That, that struggle, because I knew what it was to have nothing, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to let myself stay there. So I had to find something to do. That's why I'm always constantly always telling you, have a hustle. Yeah. Find the way to make the extra money like we talked about last week. Yeah. It's so funny you say that because I feel like you learn more from people who have faced those struggles because like if I can't give you guidance or speak to you if everything was always handed to me. Like obviously those struggles form make us who we are now. So like that debt that I was drowning in and I pretty much, you know, I felt so defeated by the debt that you almost learn to accept it. You're like, well, I'm in debt. Everyone's in debt. You just learn to accept it. Like, it's a way of life. It's not like I'm the only one in debt. And then you just learn to live with the debt. And then you don't realize that your delaying of paying off that debt is only, you're only adding more interest to the debt that you're, you've accumulated. So, like, now you're paying not just the debt, but you're paying twice that amount because you're doubling the amount of interest you're paying on it. And you don't realize the long game until much later. And uh, you end up working. Yeah. For them. Oh, absolutely. So all that debt you put yourself in. And that's the, those are those me too's and those people that are always like trying to keep up with the Joneses. That's where they end up. Oh, absolutely. Because, absolutely. You know, they're always trying to be with everybody else that guess what? When they look at their bank, it's like, oh, you know, my my payments just to the credit cards and my payments to this yeah. my, is thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. That I have to give to them because I wanted to go to do this and I wanted yeah. to do that with these people. But the reality is all that is gone in a minute. Absolutely. So, so you, you can't do it's like to short, It's like short-term happiness. Yeah, you can't oh, do it. You know what I mean? So you, you get these short, short-time thrills instead of truly trying to live the life of abundance that you want to live in the future. So what I'm trying to get at is basically before I could dive into investing, I think everyone needs to take a hard look at their finances and really just figure out, okay, where do I currently stand? I use different applications online for those that care. I, I use personal capital. I use Mint. You could use these uh, internet services where you could basically link your outside accounts, whether you your banking accounts, your retirement accounts, your mortgage. You could put them all into one spot just so you could visually see. And then you could be able to say, hey, um, I'm pretty – my net worth is pretty bad, and I'm of this age, and I need to figure out how to lessen it. So I know a lot of people say, oh, well, if I just give up my coffee or if I just give this up – I could save so much money. The coffee nonsense, no, that that never works because you, you'll easily relapse. The best thing to do is just, I have a rule with myself. So first I figure out what are my 
basic expenses, like my fixed expenses, like your, your rent or your mortgage, uh, your utilities, your groceries, those are fixed. You need that to survive. If you have a car payment, that's, that's fixed. You need to keep that in, into consideration. After you do that, the best thing you could do is anything that you want. I have a rule that I live by where I say, if I can't afford to buy it twice, I don't buy it once. That's a good rule. Yeah. Because I look at it like, so if I see something that I, I want and I go to the store and I'm like, man, I really want those sneakers. And those sneakers cost $180. If I don't have over $400 in my bank account, I don't buy it. I don't even consider it. So if you can't afford to buy it twice, don't buy it once. So that's the first lesson here of Life Lessons with Idiots. <laughs> Not a bad lesson from, idi- from, from a good idiot. <laughs> yeah, so look, that, we're, we're, I'm going to be giving these little gems here and there. and um, But I figured let's start with the basics. Let's start with budgeting. I named some tools, like I said, personal capital. They're not paying us. (laughs) Mint.com, they're not paying us. But those are tools that you can use that are free, that are online for you to be able to at least get a starting point. I say start there. And then once you figure out what your fixed expenses are, now you can start figuring out, okay, how much excess money I have and then go from there. Now, I know a lot of people say, I don't have enough money to invest. The very basic thing you should do is at least start an IRA or 401k. That's the very basic thing. Coming right out of your paycheck. Oh yeah, absolutely. I uh, you wouldn't believe how many people don't have an like a four hundred one k. It's crazy. I don't get it. It's it's seriously crazy. It, it makes no sense to me. If you're working right now and you and you're not taking the extra money that your company's just giving you, just free so you, money, free money that they're putting into your pocket. It might be like four percent or six yeah, percent or whatever. I don't it care is. what it is, but that's money that they're giving you so you can save money. And if you got a company that's matching, you need to. Do, <laughs> You need to go all in on that, man. Yeah. Like I, I, I say, the ba- the very start. If you haven't never started an investment, and you'd be surprised. I think they said forty percent of America does not have a retirement account because they're waiting on hope, hope, praying and hoping that Social Security will come through for them. Um, I would say the very start, you should at least have a four hundred one k through your job. And if you don't have it through your job, check out Fidelity. Check out banks out there that offer it and set one up. It's very simple. I mean, if you're making fifty grand a year, let's just say fifty grand a year, and you contribute to a four hundred one k, say. Let's say 10%. That's five grand a year. So now, instead of the government taxing you at the end of the year when you do your tax return on that 50K, they're taxing you on the 45K. So now you're in a lower tax bracket. You, you, got, you probably get more money back from the government. It's, just do it. Trust me. Yeah, I, I remember years ago, my, my, my wife, uh, she started working at a company. She was like, um, cause we, we were tight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. We were barely making it she turned around and she was like you know something we need a financial advisor and i had no idea what that was yeah seriously i had no idea all i knew was like i'm gonna give who money what (laughs) and he's gonna do what with it i'm like no i don't need him to manage my money this mattress is working just fine yeah yeah (laughs) my my entire 30 bucks i can handle it under my mattress so i was like i don't know but she was very like we have to go see him like all right fine so I went and I remember um, it was a free consultation. So again, broke me says free. free. I'll listen to it. Free is for me. I'll listen to it. <laughs> so I sit there, my hands are crossed. I'm leaning back. You're mad defensive. I'm mad defensive, and he's like, ah, I, "You're gonna like me by the end of this." Yeah. So he's telling me his whole story. But what got me was the fact that when he was talking to us, he had just. Started becoming a financial advisor. Oh, man, you had a rookie. So I had a rookie that wanted to prove something. So he worked twice as hard. Look at that. Oh, because he was trying to build his, his clientele. He, so he was trying to build relationships. Clientele. So he's like, 
you're getting the royal suite treatment here. So he turned around and he was like, he was like, you got to trust me. He goes, I want to take you with me on my journey. Wow, look at that. He proposed to you, Frankie. So, and, Did you and, blush? I, 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 was, I felt a little awkward because my <laughs> wife was there. <laughs> but I told him I'll think about it. Okay, that was fair. So we went home and then a couple of days later she comes back with a form and says, we need to fill this out. Now, the form was like, what do you spend on food? What do you spend on this? What do you spend on that? And I'm like, I'm scared to tell the guy. Yeah, I know. So long story short, give him all the information. About a month later, we meet up. He goes, this is your plan. He shows it to me. And he goes, by this age, you should have X amount of dollars if you do this. Wow. And at that time, we didn't own a house. Wow. Look at that. So we were like, all right, so no big deal. So I said, okay, I'll give you a shot. So that was supposed to be a five-year plan. Uh-huh. Two years later, we bought our house. Wow. Look at that. Two years later. Sometimes all you need is the guide. And then once yeah. you have it, you know, that that, that, that motivates you. Like, it's, it's like you start setting these little milestones. You start saying, as soon as I get this card, credit card paid off, now I'm going to roll that into this more investments. And as soon as I pay this off, I'm going to roll this into a saving emergency savings for my house. And I'm, as soon as I roll this over, like, it's just it's motivating as you keep going. Yeah. So, you know, with him and... Even till today, he's still my finance guy. But at that point, when I when I started it again, it was free. So I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. But right now, to be honest with you, whatever the cost was, I would have taken it. With the knowledge that I know now, I would have I would have said, you know, here's the here's the money because now I know, you know, what he was trying to do, and he put me in a good position now. Yeah. Where I don't have to struggle. I have that struggle. Mm Hmm. So now I, I have enough right now. to. It's not great, but it's enough to keep, you know, if God forbid something happens, we can survive. And yeah. that's the most important thing. You know, there's always there's countless ways to make money out there. I mean, I there's you could do surveys. Like you mentioned about different side hustles. If people feel like they need some extra cash, there's Uber now. There's so way more opportunities now to make more money than it was back in, when we were coming out. I, matter of fact, I just saw an article, Frankie. Uh, it was like you could get paid $1,300 to watch 13 scary movies. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Frankie, enough. you would do it? No. All you got to do, what they want to do, I think the point of this whole exercise is they want you to wear a Fitbit and they want to be able to measure your heart rate based on the movies that they've selected and determine whether or not, like, whether the budget of the movie uh, equ- equates to your heart rate going up more so with a bigger budget movie or does it uh, stay more leveled with you know, a lower budget movie. So I guess like, I guess you're going to compare some like paranormal activity to like no. Candyman. No. <laughs> oh. See, Speak- just thinking about those movies, my blood pressure. I mean, I don't even need to fit. I'm so going to tell you right now, it's already up You don't, there. you don't do scary movies no, at all. No, no, no Jason, no Halloween, nothing. No, first of all, those are not even scary, but like, um, <laughs> like those paranormal and, Oh, those- you don't do the go. Oh, no. Let me tell you, there's some, some, you know what kills me? I hate the movies where it's like, Based on a true story or inspired by true events, like Amityville Horror. Yeah, like no, that that's gonna. But let me tell you, the movie that freaked me out coming up as a kid was uh, was Candyman. So I had an uncle. He's like he's only like a little more than ten years older than me, right? So he's more like a big brother than an uncle. And this Joker, like he, I grew up on horror movies, so I, I was never scared. I grew up on Freddy, Jason. I used to watch uh, that old zombie movie. Uh, what was it? Uh, Day of the Dead or something right. like that. Like this was like real 
George Romero disgusting zombie horror movies. If you've never seen it before, they're traumatizing. And I saw them when I was like six or seven years old. But after, even after seeing all those movies, the movie that freaked me out the most wasn't The Exorcist, wasn't Poltergeist, it was Candyman. Candyman got me. Fan. I couldn't even walk the street after I saw that movie. Bro, I couldn't look in the mirror for like a week. I was just like, you know, if I got a book in my nose, I'm just going to have to just take this L. I, I can't. I'm not looking in the mirror. Because I thought as a kid, I was like, if I even thank Candyman five times. All right, you already said it three times. All right. Listen, you, I look. Just cut it right look, there. You know what? Don't worry. Won't be said again. Um, but, you know, CM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that don't count. Yeah. That, that, that dude. It's something about a black man with a hook who just magically appears behind you. After saying his name, no, I'm good. All, man. all I remember, I watching that movie, that bathroom scene, like in the park, where yeah. everything came out the toilet and oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, no, yeah no, no, that's I, not for you, that's yep. not for me. Uh, Children of the Corn. Oh man, Children. yeah, it no. was a recent movie. Matter of fact, oh Insidious. Oh my, Lord. you sit through these? Yeah, I, <laughs> crazy. I, I was mad. You know, my uncle told me he he's the one that told me to watch Insidious, and I I sat down. And this is how dumb I am, Frankie. This, this, I live up to the name of this show here. I go in my basement. See, Lights off. <laughs> you're an idiot and a Lights fool. off. <laughs> <laughs> Insidious was on. And I every little wind blow, <laughs> every scurry I heard in the corner <laughs> had me tweaking the whole night. <laughs> yeah, no. But, oh, my, this one in Spanish, Frankie, it's called Veronica. Man, and that's based on true events. They got the real uh, footage of uh, of what took place there, bro. Listeners, if you want a good scare for Halloween coming up, Veronica is the one. It is terrifying. That's a no for me again. Okay, I, I keep saying this over and over. <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. Horror's not for you. But I, but I like the music. You know, Halloween has great music. Ding, 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 it's ding. great music. It's just. You know, Vincent Price, his voice, yeah. and all that stuff. I can dig that stuff all yeah. day, all night. Yeah. Uh, the the reworks that they do now for Halloween and, this, and to scare the crap out of you, that's no problem. Yeah, I yeah. can turn that off and I yeah, have no yeah, problem. Yeah. If I watch the, any of those movies, I'm not sleeping for a week. Let me tell you something. Only Nothing scares me now besides waking my wife up when she sleeps. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me tell you. Yo, so my, my wife falls asleep to every movie that we watch. She she almost could never make it through a movie. And every time she passes out, you know, it's late. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking I'm being a good husband. Let me tell you, the first time I did this, and let me tell you, it was probably the last. I don't do it anymore. She falls asleep on the couch. I go to go get her, you know. And you you know my wife. Like, mm. she's sweet. Hi, Frankie. Hi. You know, so, so soft-spoken. Not, if, not if you wake her up. I woke her up. And... I don't know who who came up. It like this was a horror movie for real. Like it looked like she came when she when I shook her and I said, "Hey, babe, about to go to bed. You coming?" She got up and it looked like the ring. Like she, <laughs> her hair was all over her face and her voice changed. She was like, "Who has awakened me from my slumber?" Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you're better off watching Candyman. I just looked at her. I was like, uh, "I didn't even know you knew what slumber was, but." You you know you good. Uh, I didn't mean to wake you. She just said leave, and I just left. <laughs> nope. I, I locked the door. We saw each other the next morning. She was like, "I'm so sorry. You know, if you could just not wake me up like that, I'd be." I'm like, "All right, but you know, I think we need to go to church. <laughs> I think we need Jesus. I, I, I think you need a cross. Love you, babe. Just, just throwing it out there. 
That's yo, she totally flipped the script on me. It was like living with the exorcist. I was like, yo, never again. Lesson learned. I'm not waking you up anymore. Next time, enjoy that couch. Living yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> They put they put these movies on here. They're like, oh, I want to watch this movie. I'm like, all right, good night. Bye. Now, yeah, Downstairs. Now, I say, no, we watch movies in the daytime now. Like, I don't know what comes out at night. Yeah. <laughs> I need happy thoughts. I need to be watching, like, ESPN. I need to be watching, like, we go right or, to this or, Disney. We or gonna... George Lopez or exactly. Fresh Prince. No, we go right to Disney Plus. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mess with those things. I, I, I just don't get it. Why do you want to, like, be, you know, like... Shit your pants, every, you know, to be scared. You know, it, I it think... Just, I don't get it. Movies aren't scary now. I think nowadays everything's all about shock value. Like, oh, how much blood can we get in the scene? How, how violent can we make the movie? It's all shock value now. Oh, let's have people eat people. It's not It's not the horror that it was back then. Back then, I felt like they had better characters, settings, and it just... It felt like you were more engrossed in the movie than it, than it is now. It's well, definitely not the same. You, you're talking about Hollywood where... Their budgets were not what they are today. So a lot, yeah. uh, today, the, you're like, oh, we can CGI that. No, that's not a problem. But yo, don't worry. We can slice his head 15 yeah, different yeah, ways. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what's actually you're, ruining you're it today. Right. Back then, they were like, no, we're going to take this. We're going to take our time. But we're going to yeah. slit your face in half. And they're going to see the <laughs> great whole Great makeup. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. Puppeteers. They had all oh, this yeah. stuff, man. We had some great horror movies oh, back then. God. Mortuary was another one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That guy had the entire family that he killed. At the dining room table, stuffed, and he's like, "We're having dinner. You're the only one eating. I know. <laughs> Everybody else is stuffed because they're dead, and you stuffed yeah. them with crap." I'm like, "No, bro. Yeah, man. They, they, you're right. I don't. The, it's all green screens and CGI now. Like even when they do the violent act, it's not. You don't feel. Yeah. But you know, I wonder if that what, how that's conditioning our brains though. Is it making us more susceptible susceptible to like not be, uh, uh, I guess, more accepting of violence? I'm gonna be honest with you. I CGI has changed the mentality of everybody when they watch stuff. Um, I was watching um, John Wick. Oh, John Wick! By the way, love the first one. Second one gets a little crazier, but I still I, I enjoy the John Wick oh, movies. Yeah. So that violence after you watch you watch that. Yeah. Nothing phases you. Oh yeah, yeah. John Wick. He goes in. Nothing. Man. He, he goes, goes in. He kills like fifty people, like in the first thirty seconds. You know, I like Keanu as a person because I yeah. see, I hear all the good things that he does, and he seems like such a chill dude. But God, talk about a guy who lands in great movies and, and has like no acting ability. Yeah, and he gives up money. Yeah. So other people yes, could be he part gives of it, it to the crew, crew and staff. Yeah. The dude is a legend. Like, but he almost ruined the Matrix. Which, by the way, they're bringing back. He almost ruined the Matrix, man. I mean, come on. Mor- almost. Morpheus jumped from one... Well, Lawrence Fishburne. Let me not call him Morpheus. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne jumped from one building to the other, and all he just sits there like a pothead is go, whoa, whoa. Dude, he did that. I, I got this. I, I got, got this. I got to believe. Yeah. You didn't believe. <laughs> I didn't believe anything he said. I didn't believe Trinity had a yeah. thing for him either. Yeah. But whatever. But... um. Yeah, I, I actually like Keanu Reeves. But if you start watching like John Wick. Um, yeah, that, John Wick is great. Um, after after watching that, you can, nothing phases you. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I, you know. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. What listen, was I'm not saying, I'm not saying that these things are good or bad for you. I mean, like yeah. as, a, as an adult, I, I grew up watching, you know, all the cartoons on Saturday mornings when they yeah. were beating each other up. We knew it was fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not taking this stuff and I'm going outside and want to fight a thousand yeah, people. Yeah, that's true. That's a bi- there's a big difference there. But 
Yeah. These kids nowadays, though, they they trying to reenact a lot of the stuff a that they see. Not only they're reenacting it, they're doing it on social media. They're yeah, like, yeah, a lot of it. It's crazy. They be live streaming beatdowns and shootings. Yeah. <laughs> because these kids? because it's, it's social media. It's it's what people do now. They have to show the real thing now. Oh my god, I'm about to derail us. Not to, not to take us off topic, but I just had a thought because we were talking about live streaming robbing the bank last week, <laughs> and I just thought about your friend sleeping at. at after he broke into the house, bro, <laughs> I kept thinking to myself, like, because I was going to my house, I said, man, I w- if I had a chance to talk to him, I'm just going to look at him and be like, bro, I- how exactly, how do you, I haven't seen a job go that bad since those security guards had to watch Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, how do you, you talk about sleeping on the job, like, bro, I'm dying to know what kind of couch he laid on. It was, it must have been comfortable. That, you know. I, yeah, whatever couch he laid on, just take my money because I'm buying it. This yeah. this push robbers to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody cut to rob my house and then just pass out on my couch. I, I don't know what kind what kind of couch it was, but he was like, "You're home early. I can't believe it. You're not supposed to be here for another three hours." <laughs> oh my god, I'm about to take it somewhere else too. Uh, so, but- Frankie, I went to the doctors for my regular physical checkup. Which, by the way, everyone, your health is your wealth. Take care of yourselves. If you're not seeing a doctor at least once a year, you you should. Because a doctor is very necessary, just to check your blood pressure, just to check whatever. Um, but I, I, I went to see a doctor, and I changed doctors, Frankie. I got a whole new doctor now. And so my doctor is, uh, is a woman now. And before, it used to be, he used to be a guy. And he was cool. He was like a real big, brolic guy. Real, you know, he's a big, athletic doctor, Frankie. And he was like, honestly, I was like dreading ever having a prostate exam with this guy because I just saw his hands. They look like catcher mitts. He had like banana fingers. And I was just going to re- I was imagining in my head, I'm like, geez, I'm dreading the day of this prostate exam. But anyway, we switched doctors. Um, and when we switched, I didn't, you know, my, my wife found her, set my appointment, and I go in there. And every time I go into one of these physical examinations, I'm always like, dear God, please don't let me have to take my pants off. Just, <laughs> I, I hate it. Because, there's just no, no, I don't care. I can't even say anything. I'm busy laughing. Yo, there's just no way, no smooth way a doctor could tell you to take your pants off so they could check for your hernia. There's just no nah. tactful way. Like, they, you know, they come in there. They, and the thing is, I didn't think it was going to happen because it's my first visit. I thought she just wanted to get me into the system and so forth. Like, check my blood pressure, do the simple stuff, check my lungs. And, um. You know, she gets to carrying on, and she's talking to me like, hey, you know, have you got a will yet? Have you done? And I'm like, man, man she's really good. She's thorough. Like, she's all in it. Like, she's asking me all these. Wait the, for my, it. Yeah. All, <laughs> she's asking about my history, my parents. And I'm like, man, this doctor cares. Like, she's getting to know me. Like, Wait for it. And then as soon as she, she said it so casually, she was like, well, Mr. Bryant, I'm going to step out and get our medical assistant. And I would need you to drop your pants and put this towel around. And normally, my usual response whenever these doctors say these things, I always like, well, you're not going to take me to dinner first? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my way of breaking the tension. But I was so, like, nervous because she was bringing in another person. <laughs> so, so now you're an so, exhibit. So now I said something even stupider, Frankie. Oh, Jesus. You know, when I get nervous, I just start shouting out things. So I was like, <laughs> I was kidding. I looked at her and I'm like, 
What, what is this? Turning into the Magic Mike show? Like I just <laughs> you did not. I did. Ideal smear. She put her head down. Thank God she didn't file a lawsuit against me. But I'm like Jesus. She goes, no, Mister Brian, and she says, and don't mind the windows; they're tinted, because I can see everything outside. Where do you go to the doctor? I'm, I'm not telling you, but it's, it's tinted windows. Tinted windows. A girl doctor, and she's getting another person in the room. Yes, I don't think that's a doctor's office. I don't. I don't listen. <laughs> All I can say is, it's not my fault. My wife picked this place. The guy in the front, she he's can... not. He's not the receptionist. He's the bouncer. Pretty gig is worse. I get the. She tells me to put this like extended paper towel around me <laughs> not a towel like a paper towel i go to wrap it and i put a hole in it <laughs> it starts ripping and it, guess where it rips yeah you guessed it yep right there in the uh, the place she needs to check <laughs> just you just made it easy big for hole her. what did she think when she saw that she's like oh, oh wow he's like ready no <laughs> <laughs> no she came back she, I felt so vulnerable. I felt like my privates were singing Adele. It was like, hello. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yo, I, was, I just felt very vulnerable. And she did her examination. And she was just like, she says, you know, do you, do you touch these? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about in my head? I'm like, in what way? <laughs> She says, for lumps, sir. Do you check for lumps? And I'm like, listen, lady, just do what you got to do. Because at this point, I don't know where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> My palms are sweaty. <laughs> this physical is turning left. You're asking me questions. Dr. Brown, my old doctor used to just come in here, do his thing, tell me to cough. She was asking me questions and she was doing it. I was like, listen, I don't want to talk. Let's was, just... she, was she like, like, Look, like man. checking them and going, do you yes. hold on to these? Yes. She's oh, talking to me the no. whole time as she's, no. as she's holding them. No. And... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I yeah, I never felt so small in my life. <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, long story short. <laughs> get your physical. <laughs> I just started this with a PSA of you should see the doctor and then I tell him about my traumatizing <laughs> event of right. getting one. Well, you know, well, physicals are important. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, you gotta have a physical. So I had to go for physical when I turned forty. Oh, see that. oh man, see, see, that's I had judgment that. day. Yeah, it's judgment day, and I just actually recently just went for another full physical. But we're not going to talk about this one. We got to talk about that one. Yeah. Oh god. So I go for my physical, and the doctor's like, "You know, I have to check your prostate and all this and all oh, that." Oh so man. I'm like, and I'm looking at him. I, I'm not even looking at his hands. I'm like, I don't want to know. <laughs> Did you clutch your pearls? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, yo. I'm gonna tell you right now, whatever. But he's like, okay, he's like, you know, he checked everything else. He's like, oh, but now I have to do the exam. Oh, go man. use the bathroom. Go use the bathroom. I'm like, what? He goes, go pee, urinate, oh. whatever you call it. Go. I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> oh goes, man. He goes, go to the bathroom. I'm like, I don't have to go. Oh man. <laughs> he said, wait for it. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> go to the bathroom. I have nothing to let go. He <laughs> said, okay. But I'm telling you right now. Someone's about to be chasing waterfalls. <laughs> and then I looked at him. Go, Trust me, it's going to be fine. So, you know, you go through the whole routine. You drop uh-huh. the pants and all this and all that. You hear the slapping of the glove. Oh, the man, head. the slapping so, of the glove. So you're like, oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> you close your eyes. What did you think about Frankie? <laughs> I was like, why do you keep asking me why I got it? Do, do I have to pee? Why? <laughs> well... 
what ended up happening was... We're about to learn a lesson, everyone. <laughs> yeah, go pee. So as he's doing his check, uh-huh. I clench and go, uh-oh, I have oh. to pee. <laughs> <laughs> you think... He's like, I told you to go to the bathroom. Now he's screaming at me. He's screaming at me like if I was his kid. I told you to go to the bathroom. With his hand in there. With his hand in there. He's like, now loosen up. Relax. And I'm like, I'm like, I didn't know I had to Relax be. He goes, I told you. I told you. you had. He goes, now this bath, now this room is done. Oh, my God. So here I am dripping. And, oh like, and he's checking. And I, I really think that he just gave me an extra. Mm. <laughs> he gave you some extra sauce. <laughs> so... So, so I'm like, I walk out of there. I feel violated and, <laughs> and embarrassed. And, and, and I'm looking at him. He's pissed off. We walk out the room. He opens the door like he's Rambo. He's kicking the thing open going, this room is, this, is out of order. I'm like, I didn't know. You shut the club up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the last time I went to that doctor. <laughs> I never went back. He gave you an extra thrust before. Yo, he was left. like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I swear. <laughs> he was he was so pissed. I mean, if his fingers were small, that's a lie. Because he jammed it all in there. And he was like, oh you're God. fine. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> You, he was gripping the mat. I was holding onto the mat for dear life. I mean, I was doing those butt crunches. Oh, God. I, t- you I were doing butt kegels. Yo, I was so tight. He's like, I told you, now loosen up, he said to me. Oh, my God. Yo, I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> so what's going to need to come to hold my hand? I'm going to have to tell my wife to come with me. Yeah, but if it's that lady doctor, good cool, luck. Man. She has little hands. I'm going to be all right. Yeah, you better go pee before you go yeah, see her. I'm definitely going to go to the bathroom and go pee. Oh, I my God. Pretty, Rashawn's crying. I am crying. Oh, my God. Yeah, he got me good. Oh, man. That is amazing. I never went back. But that's my doctor's oh story. Oh, God. My freaking <laughs> stomach is hurting. That is great. So, yeah, this PSA was just you, you, you guys. Yeah, have. so you guys health as well, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get checked out. Get checked. It's, yeah. it's, it's, don't, it's don't very be, important. Don't buy this story. Don't be scared of your doctor. You need to see your doctor. And if you go, if you see the doctor that tells you go pee, tell him you know Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. You pee. know what's so funny, guys? We're so traumatized by these little things like checking for our hernia and prostate. Women go in there, and it's like it's like a movie saw. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They get everything. They get fully violent. You know, we only got to drop our pants. They got to get completely naked. <laughs> yeah. And then the doctor's like, yeah, so how's everything going on up there? Yeah. And I'm was... like, y- you still working? How yeah. the kids? Yeah. Meanwhile, my, my, their hoo-ha-ha is being <laughs> fixed. <laughs> the hoo-ha. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, then they go for those other exams for the, oh, for the, for the breast. Yeah, for the mammogram. The mammogram. And, yeah. And then they, you know, they tell them, they give them all these crazy And they rules. squeeze that sucker. Yeah, they say, no deodorant, no this, no that. You know, you got to go in there. Yeah. And you know, it's like, it's like, are you kidding me? So you gotta smell the whole day. Yeah. They're oh, like, man. if you have a five o'clock appointment in the afternoon, yeah, you better leave work early, take a shower because if you got the smelly ones, mm. but yeah, they they squeeze the crap. Yeah, I'm okay they put with it the in like the, yo, I'm they, okay yeah, with the yeah, you know what? I'm looking forward to the process. <laughs> yeah, I'll let him do that. They that put, they freaking take that and put it in a brace. Yeah, good luck, ladies. Yeah. I mean, all power to you. This is why you guys have a much higher pain tolerance oh, yeah. than we do. 
There's no way. It's no way. Because, yeah, next year is going to be interesting. Uh, I got to stick with my lady doctor, and uh, I feel like we know each other now. I think we connected. You think? <laughs> yeah, I yelled at that medical assistant, and I was like, you saw what she was doing, and you did nothing but face the wall. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I can't watch. <laughs> you, you saw her asking me these questions? <laughs> you saw how vulnerable I was? I was taking Adele. <laughs> so do you think they have a conversation afterwards? You know, that is a great question. I wonder what they say to they, about their patients. Do they go in there and be like, hmm, I guess it was drafty in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder what they say. It's like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know they gossip about their patients. Oh, absolutely. They're made like HIPAA law. It's only yeah. outside the office, right? Oh, God. <laughs> You can say whatever you want yeah. in the office. Yeah, they're like, oh, have a good day, sir. Oh, my God. He smelled like the worst. Oh, <laughs> that's hysterical. Oh, my God. Oh, man. T- where were we at? T- we're tired, man. You got my stomach hurting. Oh, uh, my God. We've been, in, we've, we've been live now for like a good 45 minutes. Oh, man. We're rocking and rolling, man. Look at us go. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, man. Hold on. Hold on, Frankie. I, I got I to gotta get some water. I got to collect myself here. You, yeah. you killed me. You killed me with that. Yeah, it's a true story. So now when I went this a um, couple of months ago for my physical, he's like, uh, we don't do those exams anymore. Really? I'm, I'm really hoping in the future, like, they, they got to have, like, some sort of technology to, to do a CAT scan on my, on my crotch and, <laughs> and something. I'll go through the MRI machine. Do what you got to do. Like, like, do what you got to do to check my prostate. It has got to be a much more... Uh, technology intricate way to to examine that without you having to f- fist me <laughs> yeah, oh god i think they, they just they do that shit on purpose just to piss us off oh man they do for us. yeah man so sorry about that we're taking a breath here this is yeah had to, had to collect myself there we had a couple of good stories here but actually, I, so, want, I want to tell you something. Yeah, go ahead. Go we, ahead have, we have our first sponsor. We have our first sponsor. You know what? We do. And I, w- I wanted to ask you, Frankie, like, because the audio in here is extremely crisp. And I was wondering, is this all your DJ equipment? So this is probably 60% of it. Uh-huh. So, because a lot of this stuff is set up for studio, so most of this stuff here is, is studio ready. Uh-huh. But I purchased most of my stuff bro electronics in Patterson, New Jersey. Wow. Okay. So Shout the, out. So the the owner of the store his name is Jimmy. Uh Jimmy. Know him for years. Uh, when I lived when I lived in Patterson, I used to, you know, I, I used to visit the store close yeah. with the family. Uh, so he owns an electronics store. So why do I want to go somewhere else when I can get exactly. the small business the money? Absolutely. Uh, Always so, go to small guy. So I will tell you that 90% of the stuff here came from Broadway Electronics. Uh, he's very detailed. He knows this stuff about DJ equipment, car audio, everything. So when I go there and I start asking him questions, he goes, this is what you need. Yeah. Oh, nice. He's, he's doing you a solid, man. Look at that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so if you're in the North Jersey area or in the, you're willing to take a drive to Patterson, New Jersey, his uh, store's name is Broadway Electronics, uh-huh. 60 Broadway downtown Patterson, go in there, ask for Jimmy, tell him that Frank from the 
Life lessons with idiots. Sit you. you over there. Sit you over there. Look at that. He will definitely take care of you. Look at that. He's he saw. In fact, I was there last night. I picked up the the pop filter for you for your for your mic. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That, Jimmy. that actually came from there. You're the man, Jimmy. So just give a big shout out to him. And uh, again, if you have any technical technical assistance questions, repairs for cell phones or anything like that, go see Jimmy. He'll take care of you. Awesome. That's a good look. So what's been trending this week? <clears throat> Um, is there was a, do you watch the, or do you ever hear of the versus battle? Yes. So the fat Joe and Ja Rule, they had a battle and, um, I'm be honest with you. I don't watch a lot of these because it's like, they're going to play nothing but the songs that I'm pretty familiar with. And I, it, right from the gate, when you tell me who the two artists are, I already know who I'm going to favor more. So in fact, I'd rather do my own personal verses, uh, than, you know, actually listen to the show. I mean, I caught a few of them. And they're entertaining, but it's not for me. Um, and I always forget when they're going to come on. But anyway, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because during their performance, while they were going, Ja Rule and Fat Joe were going back and forth, uh, in the chat, <clears throat> Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Shiny Suit Man, he said he wants to battle somebody. Who's he going to battle? So now check this out. Somebody, I think it was Bow Wow. I could be mistaken. But Bow Wow says, I think Jermaine Dupree should battle P. Diddy. Now, my immediate thought <clears throat> was like, absolutely not. Because, yes, Jermaine Dupri, he has Escape. He has uh, Bow Wow, obviously. He has uh, Brat. He has, you know, he has some hitters. But Diddy, he has Biggie. He has 112. He has Mace. Did I say Biggie? <laughs> he has Black Rob. G. Depp. He's got a dirty money. He got Craig Mack. Like, he has hitters. And I'm like, that's not fair. So, you know, and then Diddy steps out. And you know who he says he wants to battle? Now, this is good. Dr. Dre. What? What? Yo. No. Now, I know what you're thinking for again. I thought the same thing. I was like, whoa, Dre's a monster. He's got Snoop Dogg. He's got Tupac. That's East Coast, West Coast. I mean, exactly. (laughs) And you know what? That is a versus that I will watch. I will be fully invested in that versus. There is so, I mean, Drake could start off with something simple. He could do NWA. And then P. Diddy, he could come back with like, oh, don't forget, P. Diddy got Mary J. Blige. Yo, that's my girl. What's the 411, hon? Yo, that's my girl. I got it going on. Bro, he, that, that granted, I think Drake might have more rap hits. But I don't even know, because don't forget, Diddy has his own rap hits. He got the I need a girl. Mm, uh, mm, uh, mm, the P, mm, the D, the I, uh, the D, the D, the Y, the D. Yo, he got yo, he got mace, bro. If you had twenty four hours to live, yeah. what would you do? Well, yeah, come on, man, like, yeah, that would be entertaining. I I'm tuning in. If if they could do Dre versus, I think that's the better battle. But uh, I just saw recently Diddy and Jermaine Dupri they were on live. And they were going back and forth like Diddy was just disrespecting Jermaine Dupree. Like he was just saying some wild stuff. And and honestly, I like Jermaine Dupree, but he he I, I just don't think that's a fair battle for him. <clears throat> he's just trying to get him in the studio. Yeah, that's, that's a losing battle. Do. That's a losing battle. Like I don't think Jermaine Dupree could. But, and don't get me wrong, Jermaine Dupree got hits. What? You're gonna watch. I don't. I don't see You're now. Watch. For example, now check this out. If Jermaine Dupree battled Diddy, I'm probably not gonna watch. But if if Diddy versus Dre. Yeah, everybody's going to watch. I not only will watch, I will pay you to let me watch. Yeah. 
That's definitely a pay-per-view. Yeah, Diddy has total. He got, yo, bro, it, it's... And Dre, come on, man, the Chronic? Yeah. The, he, Dre has Eminem. Bruh, let's just have That's, a moment of silence. Yeah. He has Eminem. He plays some Eminem hits. It's tough. <laughs> Bruh. That's, I'm telling you, it's gonna be the uh, it's gonna be probably one of the highest ratings. Um, Listen, of it, they need and to the set most that amount up. of user uh, listeners. I'm I'm tuning in. Yeah, I, they would they would I would pay whatever you. They can make it a pay per view event. I would pay. Yeah. Like I want I want I might even if they if it's in the New York area I might even go. I go there with a with a mask. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I go. Just because I need to be there, I need to feel the energy in that room because it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be intense. Snoop gonna come out. He's gonna crip walk. Crip, Snoop's like 80 years old in Yo, every TV show and commercial. Snoop's a legend, man. Yo, isn't he? By himself, whatever he does, he's got the Midas touch, man. He does. It's crazy. And, and How is he, he still this popular? Yo, he, he was on... He's been around for like 40 years. And he says, I can make you and break you to any one of these artists today. Man. Easy. Easy. If you let him feature on any one of your tracks, guess what? Everyone's listening. So on these verses... Yeah. Um, one of the first ones was the Erica Badu and Jill Scott. Oh, Yeah. Both queens. Both, Both queens. of these queens. So I lost a bet on that one. I you thought did. Jill Scott was going to win. Oh, bruh. Yeah. I love Jill Scott, but bruh, Erica Badu, though. Yo, so I'm watching Erica right? Badu. And I'm watching, and I'm looking at the numbers going, yeah, I got yeah, this. Yeah, you was looking at the cards. you like, yeah. So I'm talking to the guy. I said, Damn. so we better bottle Henny. You better. Right? <laughs> this you know is the me. most ghettoest bet ever. Listen, if you're going to be watching Yo, no, this. Yo, get the money, dog. No, Let's no bottle more. henny, dog. Bottle henny. <laughs> so I'm. He's. You know. So he's like, yo, it's gonna be Eric. I was like, no, it's gonna be Joe. So we're talking. And That's I'm like, a good bottle henny. Good. Yeah. So I'm watching and everything, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get my bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, at one point it was like Jill who? Yeah. Fam. I was like, that was. It was the name of her first album. Who yeah. is Jill Scott? <laughs> yeah. That was it. It was. It was a Fam. wrap. I, I call him up. I was like, yeah, I just gotta drop off that bottle. Yeah, yeah. What do you want that bottle? Talk you, about you want it? me to? You want me to ship it? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't even want to look at you. I'm just going to drop fam. off the bottle and leave. Erica Badu. Yo, fam. She she could have just dropped Tyrone and just walked out. <laughs> yo, like, Erica Badu got hits. She got I hits. I didn't hits. know she how has, many she had. She has a lot, bro. She has a lot. So I was like, oh, my Matter of fact, you're making me want to go rewatch it. Um, and I like how they were bigging each other up, too. Like, um, I was into that. So, like, my dream matchup, if I could pick a matchup in my head, um, because everyone knows I love... The legendary queen, Sade. Sade. Honestly, I don't even know who could go against Sade. For me, Sade, Mrs. Smooth Operator, Your Love is King, Sweet is Taboo. I'm probably going to bore a lot of people, but Sade's the queen, bro. I, who 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 you think will go against Sade? I've been struggling. At first, I was like, maybe Anita Baker. And I said, nope. I think Anita Baker and Tony Braxton would be a good fight. Yeah, but neither one, neither one of them would do. Shot yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But none of them. I, Maybe I who? Mariah. Old Mariah, yeah. Old Mariah. Not this new one yeah. that's out here now. Yeah. Old Mariah could kill it, but now. Sade, bro. <sighs> Bruh. Yeah. That's the queen right there, man. That's my. That's my. That's my, that's my dumb, number one draft pick right there. I don't know. From a song collect, collective wise, what about I don't, Alicia Keys. Ooh. No. No. It's two different eras completely. Definitely. And definitely. I know that. Yeah. But Alicia Keys has some weight. She has weight. She has. But not not like Shadi is so timeless. I need somebody who's time. 
you might have to go like Whitney. Like someone yeah, who's I was timeless. Gonna, I was going to say Whitney because yeah, she's you, not around. Or yeah, yeah. But it's like it has, you, you can't. It's a tough matchup, man. Like. Because if Whitney was around today, yeah. half these people wouldn't have, have careers. I mean, everybody would want Whitney versus Mariah. I think that would be the best match. They 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 would be like toe-and-toe with each other. Yeah, Whitney was the best. Yeah, I, I would love to see that. Whitney and Mariah. Yeah, mm. who do you think will win that? Oh, Whitney. Hands down. Ooh. Mariah, I, Mariah I, owns Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> she owns a holiday. Yeah, she does. Like, like I don't know, like I don't know, how, I don't know, I don't know. Whitney, could, I mean, Whitney has a lot of heads. I mean, but Mariah is not something to sleep with. I don't even, honestly, I might. Leave, I'll bet you a bottle of Henny if that fight ever takes place. Mariah versus Whitney, I'll pick Mariah. No, I'm taking Whitney. And I love. I mean, Whitney could do the Star Spangled Banner from the Super Bowl. Yeah, and go against one of Mariah's top hits and probably win. Let me tell you right now. She can she can take that against any Mariah Christmas song and she beat her. Oof. I'm telling you, bro. All I want so for I Christmas. Was, so I was at a yeah. We gonna do when Mariah puts on my all. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So I was at a 9/11 memorial. Okay. All yeah. Right. Who do they put? Whitney. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Last year, Whitney is the voice. Okay. She's she had it all. She's the voice. So. I would I would hands down go with Whitney. You know who I now, like? Whitney and Mary J, that's a different story. Yeah. That's a different story. No, I couldn't no Mary J cannot step to Whitney. Yeah. No, 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 no. But it'll be entertaining to watch. It'll be entertaining to watch, but no, no, no. Whitney's catalog is Mary J. I got but, one for you. No, but let me let me tell you about this. The pro, the only thing I would tell you about Sade yeah. is that her following is crazy. It's it's crazy, but it's not like you know what it is? It's a certain age. It's a, yeah. If you're, if you're, like, I'm at the high age yeah. of the people that like her. You're at, yeah. the, you're at the low part of it. So yeah. So if, if, it, if it's going to be a battle, that's what you're going to be getting the a... ratings. You're going to be getting the ratings from somebody who's in their early 30s. Yeah. They might not understand Shadi. True, true. She would need, that's what I'm saying. She needs someone from her era to go against her. And I don't know anyone in her era that I would put Sade against. Because Sade, they play her music in Cheesecake Factory, in the elevators. She's everywhere. Yeah. And people don't even know that. They're like, who's that singing? It's Sade. She's killing us. Oh, yeah. She's a, bodying us. They've been, re- t- they've been reworking her, her, her song, Sweetest Taboo, and all this. Oh, yeah. On, on house music for Soulful House and Afro House. I'm Bro, like, I'm she's like, amazing. What? You know what I like to see? How about this pick? Who, tell me who you betting the Henny on. Luther Vandross. Here you come. Versus Marvin Gaye. <laughs> who you going, Frankie? Yeah, man. Look at that. Luther versus Marvin. Yikes. I'm going Marvin. That's a personal feeling. That's all. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going Luther. Because Marvin is is responsible probably for 100 million babies being born. So is Luther. (laughs) So is Luther. All right. So then here's one. All Luther got to do is Luther Barry White. (laughs) Luther Barry White. Wait, Luther Barry White? Yeah. Luther would clean Barry White, man. Crazy. Yeah, he would clean Barry White. Yo, Barry White does not want a problem with Luther. Luther, a house is but a home. Are you kidding me? Barry Barry White is responsible for like 500 million people on this planet. Fam. Luther is. (sighs) Luther's so good, they had to split his music by his weight. They they said (laughs) Big Luther and Skinny Luther. (laughs) The over 300, the below 300. 
Bro, Luther. No, I know, and I get it, and I get it, but who's damn. Be, yeah, Luther versus Mar. If I had to pick between those two to go out of battle, I'm, I got to give it to Luther. I got to. Luther, dang, so many hits. So many hits. No, I get it, but. Yo, we need to bring up like their catalogs that go side by side. I mean, Marvin got sexual healing, obviously. He got what's going on. He's got the, what's that? Uh, that, that Windy City Blues or some junk where it's like, dun, dun, dun. I love Marvin. Don't get me wrong. In fact, my, I used to always tell people, if Marvin Gaye and Sade had a baby, it would be Maxwell. <laughs> you did not go there. Yo, Maxwell is Marvin Gaye and Sade combined. He, if, if they were two Pokemon, they would make Maxwell. <laughs> so we have here, Inner City Blues. You got- All right, yeah. Go into the mic, Frankie. Come on, let's look at their catalogs. Let's look I'm, at- I'm looking at the catalogs. So All right, yeah, Sexual on. Healing. Sexual Healing. Mercy, Mercy Me. All right, hold on, hold on. Matter of fact, all right, you pick a track. I'm going to look up Luther's uh, catalog, okay. and we're going to go track for track because this, this is a good battle. Hold on, hold on. Let me get. Let uh, me get. We, we're doing a versus here. We're gonna do a versus right now. I'm not gonna play the music. If you guys know, you know. Um, if you don't know, you should know. Yeah, you should know. Like these, these are legends here. All right, so here we go. All right, all right. You go ahead first. Go ahead. Who, who you get? What are you dropping on me first in this versus? Yeah, I'm going with sexual healing. You're going with sexual healing right out the gate. You're gonna play your ace. Absolutely. All right, so sexual healing just dropped. I don't know if Luther really got. So I'll just, I'll just throw one out there. I'll just do endless love. But that's not, that's not even fair. That's my wedding song. <laughs> Listen, you went with sexual heal. Look, I'm not gonna put my. I'm not throwing my ace out there. I'll throw endless love out there, which is a, a classic song. We should be playing snippets of these. But what? it's all right. All, all right. right, go ahead. All right, go ahead, go ahead. So, oh man, I gotta add. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Who's your, what's your next pick? What's going on? Oh, what's going on? That's tough. All right. Um, you gonna play? What's going on? All right. I'm gonna go. <sighs> How do I counter this? All right, I'm going to go. I don't want to give out my hits right now. I'm going to go here and now. Here and now. I promise Damn. to love faithfully. Faithfully. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't sing, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> you got to do Marvin Justice, man. No. I, I'm, right, do, gonna, I'm, I'm doing him justice by not singing. Look, look, we're going to do three more songs. We're going to stop it. Go ahead. What, what, what are you going to uh, counter with? Oh my God! <laughs> All right, when Marvin hit, you want to go? Let's get it on. Ooh, that's that's good. <laughs> let's get it on. Oh. All right, you want to go? All right, I'm going. If you put in, let's get it on. I'm not gonna beat that, but I'm gonna go with here and now. No, I already, already said here, said and, here now. and now. My that's bad. I'm, my bad. That, that's not what I wanted to say. Never too much. Ooh. Yes, but you lose. I lose. I'm going to take that L for that round. That's I'll definitely take, an L. I'll, I'll take that L for that round because <laughs> my ace is coming out. My ace is coming out next. Ooh. So you better you better come with the heat because I'm bringing the, hate, the ace out. Oh, God. I'm thinking. Because I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, what, what do I have? I, I, I really threw out my ace. Yeah, you did. See, you, you went oh. too early. Oh, damn it. Oh, man. I ain't even. I, got, I might have a joker on the side too, bro. No. Yeah, man. Here, you. Oh, God. I'm looking. <laughs> Come on. Look, don't let the pressure get to you. Oh, I want you. Oh, oh damn. Oh, I forgot absolutely. about that song. I totally forgot about that song. Absolutely. What you got? Well, I'm going to knock that one out. House is not a home. That, that's coming out. I'm, I'm dropping that ace down. House is not a home. It's, it's cleaning that up. He's cleaning it up. Yeah. Especially if you do the live version. 
But come on, <sighs> even Kanye sampled it. <laughs> What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Yeah. Well, well. We talked about Kanye last week. We're not. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna week. double up on that. But yeah. go ahead. Uh, All right. All right, last one, last round. What you want to end with? I'm gonna give you one. Ain't no my mountain high enough. Oh, that's an old time classic. That's solid. That's a that, solid. That as a classic, not like a baby maker. As a classic. As a classic. Okay, tell I me. dig it. All right, I'm just gonna end mine with "So Amazing" because that's my wedding song. It's so amazing. That's classic. You're just trying to make up for that scary hey, dreaming thing. I know. I know. I've been here about it. Why are you waking me up? <laughs> I'm definitely, definitely going to come home. She like, so that's what you think I sound like when I wake up? Yeah, but, did, I, I, but I said our wedding I song said, was my favorite. Yeah, I did. <laughs> remember remember that part where I said Luther, babe? Remember? <laughs> yeah, no. See, see how that goes? Awesome, awesome. Frankie, man, you think you're going to be able to bless us with another mix, man? Yeah. I, people uh, really enjoyed your last mix. They was like, yo, you killed that. So you, what can I you... want to do, Uh-oh. okay, because it is actually Hispanic uh, Heritage Month. Oh, yes, it is. So Weppa. I'm actually going to probably go ahead and play some Spanish music. You're going to play some Spanish music. All right. So maybe some uh, maybe some bachata or something like that. Oh, look. Oh, you better play some Aventura. That's all I know. So um, Aventura. Let me get that set up. Bananas. <laughs> where are we at time wise? Hold on. I don't even know. How long have we been recording? Once again, another unscripted freestyle. I don't even know how long we've been rambling for. We're over an hour. We're over an hour. How did that happen? We're trying to keep this under an hour. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's never going to work. All right. We're going to get better at this. I promise. <laughs> so what did we learn today? All right. So lessons. We did talk about finance, which was dope. We got to touch. We just, you know, we're, we're, we're easing you guys into it. If you stay with us on this journey, we'll, we'll definitely get more deeper into it. But I think the first lesson is if you can't afford this to buy once, I mean, if you can't afford to buy it twice, don't buy it once. Um, budget, attack your debt. Um, if you need some advice on attacking your debt, uh, some of the best advice I could give you is, or the way I got out of debt is, one, um, look up different credit counseling agencies. Uh, what I did was I spoke to a credit counseling agency. They consolidated all the debt in my credit card and put it under one single loan. And they took the money out of my bank account every month and it helped me quickly pay it down. Um, once I got it down low enough, I did a balance transfer to a credit card that had f- no interest for like 18 months. And then I just went nuts. I started crushing my debt and I was able to get debt free in like three years. And, uh, after that I've been looking, I haven't looked back, man. Now I, you know, I'm like Scrooge McDuck with my money. <laughs> I try to like, uh, be conscious of how I spend and try to always stay, uh, under the radar. So that's my best advice to give you is definitely first build your budget and uh, work with a credit counseling agency if you need it. And look out for credit cards that offer balance transfers with zero interest. Uh, if you need help looking for that, go to www.bankrate.com. You can literally look up credit cards and they, ha- they can tell you what credit cards give you the best features, uh, balance transfers with zero interest and all that good sauce. So that's my our first lesson. We learn also about doctor visits. Make sure you pee before the prostate exam. <laughs> yeah, that's no joke. That was going to be my tip, but you can go ahead. All right. Now I feel like I have to pee again. Otherwise, you're going to spray like a fire hose like Frankie and decorate their walls. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't pretty. <laughs> and we learned, uh, you know, some versus matchups that we like to see. So I think this is overall a good podcast. I mean... Once again, we shot it, and uh, we're going to have our moderator here hopefully next next time we record. Um, 
And yeah, we're definitely going to start bigging this up. I think this is something me and Frankie like to do, and we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, so um, one of the things that uh, we need to remind people is that the only way they're going to stay out of debt is if... Well, one of the one of the ways they can stay out of debt is by actually not trying to be like everybody else. Ah, yes. Do not compare yourself to everyone else because yeah. um, you don't know their journey. You don't know who helped them. And you also don't know how much in debt they might be because I was flossing back in the day. I was... You would have thought, yo, this kid is making bank. I had crazy outfits, and I was broken than anybody in the room. House, 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 what is it? House rich? Yeah, I was house rich. <laughs> I was you, killing it. But he didn't have a couch to sit oh, on. Oh, man. But my uh, friend Mike slept on it. Hey, by the way, we have got to find out the brand of that couch. I will, if we find out, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> Too funny. Awesome. So what are we going to start off with, with the Spanish mix? I'm going to hit it up right now. I got some Aventura. Ooh, Aventura. Let's go. Let's get it started. Shout out. The Kings. Uh. Oh, what you know about Pachata? Hey. Romeo. I know. It's classic. 
bring you and take us home, right? We're bringing it home now. All right. Give me one good. Give me. Give me one good one. I hope you play my favorite song, Frankie. I have a favorite Spanish song. I'm gonna guess, but I have a feeling. All right. Yes. Let's go. Yeah, this is my junk right here. Let's go. You've been listening to Life Lessons with two idiots, Frank and Rashawn. Hey. Y'all should be going crazy right now. Thank you, Mark. Out, we had a good show tonight. This is fun. This is fun. Another one. Hopefully, this is another classic and people love it. I love that we ended it on a Latin, Latin note. Hispanic Heritage Month, I think it's the right, the right way to end it. Yeah, man. It's felt right. It's felt good. Hope my dude in the Philippines appreciates this song. <laughs> Our one fan. Our one fan in the Philippines. The male's oh. international. Yo, keep holding it down for us. <laughs> Yo, man, it's been a good time. Today is. What is it? We're going to get better at date me so we remember for the future. But today is September, September 18th, 2021. And uh, once again, this is Life Lessons with Idiots with Frank and Rashawn. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be doing this again. Thanks for the support, guys. Instruments, let's go. It's a party. Yo, somebody is killing their rug right now. Hey, hey. I just hope that was I know. Someone's getting kicked out today. Let's go. Mark is sweating right now. <laughs> I need to play this at my prosthetic exam.
Don't get me through it. After you pee. After I pee. Thank you, everybody. Just a quick reminder that we, you can actually hear us on Anchor on the In The Cloud Radio. You'll find uh, this show will probably be posted uh, tomorrow. We're also going to be posting it here on Mixcloud under Life Lessons With Idiots is another channel. Yes. Uh, stay tuned. We have more coming. We have guests. And yeah, this is going to keep getting better, guys. More crazy I'm... stories. And, yes. Uh, Hope you have... enjoyed the show today. <laughs> yeah. We also do have an email address. It's lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. So in case you want to toss us a, a quick message or a topic that you guys want to touch on, please be, feel free to send us an email, and we'll talk soon. Yes. Life Lessons with Idiots. <laughs>